0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito com.
1: Fellow Falcoholics, welcome to a very interesting uh, F- Falcons versus Chargers Week 9 post-game show. Uh, this is a very interesting finish as the Falcons, you know, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory as Taequann Graham just, just loses the ball. Uh, I guess is the only way I can describe it. Uh, after what should have probably been a game-winning turnover, uh, Taequann Graham loses the ball. <laughs> and the Chargers get a first down and uh, run out the clock and kick the game-winning field goal to beat the Falcons 20-17. to Uh... It was ugly, to say the least. We also had a missed field goal from Yungwe Koo that could have very easily at least sent this one to overtime or forced the Chargers to try to go for a touchdown here. Don't um, uh, hey, put this on Yungwe Koo, but there were way more other mistakes. There were, there were other mistakes, I'm, but that one... I'm looking one, at you,
0: Drake London.
1: Yeah, well, you know, there's that one. I, I think it deserves to be in the same category as the other ones, but I don't think he deserves any more blame than anyone else, just because, I mean, he directly cost the points, but... You could yeah. say that Drake Lennon directly cost points as well, and obviously Taquan Graham just officially lost the game, so Absolutely. he's he's in the the shit list, but he's not the only guy. So don't get too much on him. But
0: this is how good Youngway Koo is—he misses a 50-yard kick, and we put the blame we on him. Riot. You, you, yeah. you set the standard so high, Youngway. He does. You miss a 50-yard kick, you gotta get on you. Yep. The Chargers curse, man. The anti-revenge game happened to him.
1: <laughs> the I know. I can't believe it. We needed Koo to get this dub, but unfortunately, we're gonna have to wait a while. Um, yeah, so there was obviously all that craziness at the end of the game. There were a lot, there were more consistent issues throughout, uh, like Arthur Smith's play calling the way they structured the offense in this one, sort of making it like a, we're going to prove that we can throw the ball deep, making it that game, despite playing like an actually good pass defense and just sort of refusing to commit to the run game despite, I mean, we all saw what happened when they started running it consistently, they scored. And when they went to the passing game, they fucked up. So, um, Mm -hmm. It, uh, we got to watch that, you know, we got to watch this passing game, fumble fumble and throwing completions, and you know, it's not like it was on any one individual person, but that was one of the more frustrating things in this one. The defense, it's like you're mad about it, but also like Cornell Armstrong is your cornerback, a practice squad player, um, and he was getting worked by like their third and fourth string receivers, so like he can't play anymore, like he has to leave the field uh, going forward. And, uh, yeah, there's a, we have a lot of questions, I guess. But, yeah, Alan, please, go ahead. <laughs> oh,
0: man, yeah, a lot left to be desired because there were opportunities there from the dominance in the first quarter to even the passing plays. Like, look, Mariota up on the fourth quarter let the team down, but there were drops. Kyle Pitts, there's a very poor game. Um, Demir Bird should have caught a pass that I thought was a really well-thrown ball by Mariota. I think Kadero Hodge had one across the middle that I think he should have been uh, more physical at the catch point. It's just those certain moments. Like I, I thought for the first three quarters, Mario played relatively well, uh and then fourth quarter, just some of the passes nowhere near the city Like there was even one, I think it was a back shoulder to London, where he didn't even give London opportunities. Like finally, Drake London got an opportunity to make a play in the red zone. It's been about five weeks since I've seen Drake London be targeted in the red zone, and it's the ball of nowhere in sight. So it's those frustrating moments. But it's just man, like you watch the Chargers' defense, you you see like the openings they leave you and you only come away with what 17 points. Yeah. And it's just, come on. And uh, like, of course, some of the play calling between, I don't know, obviously like the early down play calling just seemed like they were so dominant. Like Algier, to me, I thought it was Algier's best game come out arguably his worst game. Like Alger was running very physical and, then mm-hmm. you had Paris. And then there was a, there's a stretch where Huntley was getting the ball where he got a flow. So it's just like, you have three very capable running backs on the offensive line. Yeah, they're missing Elijah Wilson, but I thought Matt Hennessey, all things considered, felt nice. I know he botched the third down blitz pickup, but besides that, Hennessey was fine. It's just how do you not stay consistent with it? And uh, it's just like you've watched the charges. Like, and the whole point of football is it's like you've got to exploit the opposing team's weaknesses. Like th- That's where it is. I understand that. And another thing, especially after having success with it last week on the game winning you drive against Carolina, where was the zone read? Like I thought, there was moments where you could have got Mariota going a little bit more. So it's just you look at these just aspects of the game and all the missed opportunities. Like yeah, we could talk about the passing game where plays were lost, but you got to stick with your bread and butter, where you've established your identity. And it's just man, it's Falcons yeah. that Like you they they, they should have been far more aggressive with it. And oh, this yeah. is the type of game where you've got to watch film. Like I'm really curious. This is, I want to look at the early down play calling to see where did things go wrong. It just seemed like. I, it wasn't away from it. it
1: it wasn't that they didn't run on early downs it was mm. that they basically didn't run on second down like they just gotcha. didn't do it like it, it they just every time even when they get into second and like they get into second and seven and second and eight and all that and like i get not wanting to run the ball there because it's second and long like analytically you should you should pass it there so that i don't have a problem with but like they were getting in like second and two and second and three and trying to throw these deep passes and like sure for like a a good functional passing offense that play call might make sense but for this falcons offense like against and like the chargers are good against the pass they suck against the run. Like, they are the NFL's worst run defense. So, like, this isn't a normal game script. This isn't a normal game plan. This is a, like, you need to run the football against this defense on every single play that it's advantageous for you to do so. And second and short is maybe one of the most advantageous times to run because you're going to get that first down. And they just outright refuse to do it most of the game. Um, You know, I think when they did rely on the run game, they did really well. And when they went to the pass game, they failed a lot. Um, and this was a bad game by Mariota. This was a bad game by Kyle Pitts. Obviously, Mariota had that one exceptional play to Tyler Algier that, that was just fantastic, wow. and he deserves all the credit in the world for that Lamar one. I mean, Jack- Lamar yeah.
0: Jackson-esque, I will yeah, say that. Yeah,
1: That was an incredible play. He deserves the credit for that, and he had some good runs, but this was a bad game for Mariota. Um, and the passing game, it's just not there. Like The deep shots to Kyle Pitts are just not even close to connecting, and that's a big problem.
0: He did drop one, as be said. That, that was and, his fault, yes. It, yeah. This was a
1: bad game for Pitts, too, because I don't know that he ran yeah. the right route on one of those either.
0: Yeah, And because that was late second quarter, I think the ball would have been by the 45. I think they still had a timeout too. two. It was like 25 seconds left. And you look at these games, like one-score possession, You know, they could have put the ball in field goal position and nine, 10, nine out of ten times you expect KU to make the kick. So it's just those first few months. I think Pitts still ended up being the leading receiver with 27 yards. It's just that's where the state of the passing game is. and it's just how many more of these losses can you have? I know this, I look, I know the expectations are minimal and I know this team is still technically in first place. They're competitive, but and you know, and we'll talk about the Carolina game a little later. But if there's another game that goes like this, it's just like, you got to look at your season and really wonder it's got to get, we got to get more from this passing game. It's just, we need to invest all this draft capital to be so limited.
1: Yeah. And I know someone pointed out, it's like, this is coming from me who like complains when we run on second and eight. And it's like, I think like they're cutter special. Most of the time, you should not do that, but when you're going up against a good pass defense and they have and also a just god awful run defense and you have an amazing run game, then yes, you should potentially consider running the ball on those because third and long is the end of this offense. Like they have no they have very little chance of converting third and long without a miracle happening. And they got a couple of those in this game, but that's hard to pull off consistently.
0: And another thing is, I don't know what happened to the first drive. All the runs are going to the right. Like, we've seen Lindstrom mm-hmm. and McGarry clean lines out. Like, dude, they do serious work. And even Dolman, like, he was pinning defensive tackles. Like, these guys do serious damage to the run when they run to right. Aldridge's biggest run in the season came from that. Uh, it, I think it was a 44-yarder on the first drive. It's just, I don't know why they went away from running right as much. Eventually, they picked it up a little bit in the second half, especially with Huntley. But it's just sometimes you got to rely where you're most dominant. And it just yeah. it seemed like particularly the second quarter when I think, did they end that court with negative five yards? I do remember yes, that was at point. Yeah, yeah. Like, like how, how's that happen? You're really picking up like seven yards per carry in the first quarter. How do you end up the second quarter with negative five yards? Yeah,
1: they 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 did like three drives, and I think they they had two run plays or something like that. Like they yeah. they passed it like four or five times and called two runs, and it's like. You, you put up 90 rushing yards in the first quarter and you go away from the run, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. like high school coaches call this. Like, it, you... You put your, like Arthur Smith has done this every other game. It's like, oh, the run game's working. Let's just like blast him. And then this game, he was like, no, I have to prove that I can throw the ball. I must prove. I must make the fantasy owners of Kyle Pitts happy by chucking up 50-50 hey, balls. He, he, to he doesn't Kyle care Pitts. about
0: fantasy football. Hold on a second. Pa- do you, do you, I mean, I think it? he
1: might, considering that he kept trying to get the ball to Pitts when they could like they were ripping off like five plus yards per carry, and they're throwing up deep shots. And it's like you're not good enough to 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 fuck up like that like you're not good enough to waste second downs chucking up deep balls that are not even close to being completed
0: so like, you know, yeah but you know what the sad thing is the openings were there too like yeah. this just a talent was there and it's just at this point like Mariota like when he throws the ball deep it, I tweet us out I'm like it's just an unpredictable journey you do not yep. know where the ball lands it's very unfortunate but it's just and it makes you wonder like if this team's seriously gonna push for a post spot like I don't know how many more games can get away with this because like this was a very favorable matchup and oh yeah, I, I, to me like it's I've always had a short coaching career so far but this to me is like one of Arthur Smith's worst coaching defeats like
1: I think like, so and it's like they did it's not like they didn't run the ball they just needed to run it more <laughs> like mm-hmm. like they had plenty of carries it's not like you look at the box score and you're like oh they didn't run the ball but it's like the insistence on like I don't know if it's like they want to prove that they can throw it or like. They're like, oh, well, the box was stacked. Like, they faced a stacked box on, like, 60% of their runs anyway. Like, this is not a yeah. surprise. Like, <laughs> it's they, not they like... They should
0: have learned after the second quarter. And I think they did in the third quarter, but it's just... I don't know, like, I, I like want to rewatch last, that fourth yeah.
1: That last drive is a huge mistake for so many reasons. Because let's say they hit that Kyle Pitts touchdown. You know what happens? This game ends almost the exact same way with the Chargers... Like getting first down after first down because the defense was not stopping them; they had no chance. Uh, and then probably having a chance to win it with a with a two point conversion. And maybe they win it, maybe they don't. Obviously, you'd rather have the touchdown. But like, it's like, I don't even think that was a smart decision schematically. Like, you need to bleed off the last five minutes and not give them a chance or give them very little time to to win this game. Because like, if you if you just score that touchdown then they've got like five minutes now to go win the game again and like I believe that they could do that too so
0: yeah I definitely hear you but I'm not going to punish Arthur Smith for trying to get one of his best players involved. No. like to, no. like it's that, Kyle that, Pitts, that, yeah, like yeah like I understand the aggressiveness and look we want to see what this past game do they did some things since Caroline's I I think it's just more on a snap to snap basis where it's just that's where the frustration lies but that final drive I put that a lot you know some of it on Pitts you know some of it on Mariota like the throw to london i think it was on third down with just nowhere in sight and just it seems like a lot of mario's throws to london are nowhere within the same this guy such as a huge catch radius it's like just give the guy a chance to make a play on the ball more times than that, i'm confident drake lund's gonna come, come down with the ball
1: yes this, just, he, that,
0: he doesn't even have the opportunities to get him because the ball's nowhere in sight that's the problem with Mariota is like when the
1: ball's not on target it's like not in the zip code like it's it's an uncatchable pass or it's picked off and yeah. it, like with with kyle pitts and and drake london like these are guys that can make up for bad throws routinely but like if you're not even getting it close you're just not even giving them a chance like and these are two guys that are going to win those opportunities and they can't even hit they can't even give them the opportunity
0: like it, that's how it, bad it's gotten everyone's also got to be accountable uh the mistake drake london made completely inexcusable i know he's a rookie and they're going to go through growing pains but and that scenario, it's like your are fighting for extra yards aren't there. Like you're near the sideline. I understand London's aggressive and he wants to make plays with a catch, but you have three guys coming after you. And just the way he was running the ball, like, I just I saw within a second, I'm just like, oh, this looks troubling. Uh, hopefully he gets down. And what do you know, Cleo Mack still doing superhuman things at his age? Like that. that's frustrating. And I don't want to put too much on it, but it's just, we're talking about one possession games. This is where it was. Like they were by the, what was it, the four yard line? Yeah. It's just, man, like. That's what crushes you. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, the,
1: I, they blew that one. They, yeah. they had the, of course the take one gram drop, you know, oh, well, I say, yeah. I call it a drop because he just dropped the ball. Uh, and that like, maybe they don't win on that, but like they at least force it to overtime.
0: Oh, absolutely. It definitely goes overtime. Now, when you watched it live, did you think his knee was down? I thought Eckler's knee was down. Clearly I was wrong. Did you? I honestly didn't
1: even weigh in. Cause it was that close. I was like, I don't even want to put a take out there because that was bad. Um,
0: I thought his knee was down. I still kind of think his knee was down. But look, I'm not clearly. I don't know enough for of the officiating, but or the rule book, excuse me. But uh, it's just ah, oh, man. That was tough. Moments. Yeah, like, but, I like, understand you want to make yeah. a play and put yeah. the team at field goal range, but it's just man. It so weird. It would
1: have been better for them to like for them to call that correctly. The Chargers kicked the field goal. At least the Falcons would have had like 30 seconds to potentially go kick a field goal. And so they actually hurt themselves by fucking that up.
0: Yeah. I mean, thirty seconds of no timeouts to Marcus Mariota. Uh, yep. They would have had that. it, but it would
1: have like. I mean, it's better than just oh yeah, they kick a field goal and it's time, you know, timed right. out. Fair so enough. you know. Yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Like they wouldn't, yeah. they weren't winning that game. That passing game was so anemic in this one. I mean, one hundred and twenty eight yards on twenty three attempts. It's just un, that's inexcusable. Like, um, I mean it. it it's like it's, what t- two yards per attempt or something.
0: It's no, pretty, sure. like I didn't think it was almost as bad. Like the, I thought the Cleveland game was like rock bottom. I think this might be rock bottom just because they legitimately waste opportunities. Like the the, the Cleveland game was rough passing wise. I'm not talking about the offense, Just you know, I thought Mariota could have been benched that game it was like seven for 19. But it's just it's, this was a collective effort because, like I said, there were about three or four plays receivers should have made. But it's just ah, uh, you just you just sigh. And I I thought the pass protection held up fine. I thought Hennessy, I said like did decently well for someone that hasn't played a snap all season from my record call. So it's just, man. Yeah. Only have 17 points. It's just like for how efficient this offense is and how they start the game. Cause dude, they start the game. So done. Like I haven't seen the Falcons that dominant since like late 2017. Remember there was like a three game stretch in 2017 yeah, yeah. where it seemed like Steve Sarkeesian was finally getting the pieces together. I think yep. they played Dallas, Seattle. They played against a really bad Tampa, Mike Smith defense, like Falcons deep offense was firing on all cylinders. And maybe they had through some, some spurts in 2018 as well. But like, I haven't seen the Falcons offense of that dominant in like so long, like that first drive, when you were watching it, you were just like, Oh my God, they're, they're going to win this game convincingly. Most likely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, they just like I don't I don't know why I don't know why you go away from the run. Like I get that the Chargers were like sort of selling out to stop it, but like you can't stop going to the run. Like you've you've not even like you've you've managed to run the ball against teams stacking the box against you almost every week. Like why is that scaring you against the worst run defense in football? Like they're really bad, especially running off the right side. And they just stopped doing it. Like, that first drive where they went three and out, they were like, they ran two runs off the left side. And they got, they got, like, snap, like, they got stuffed. And it's like, oh, you just, you see this glaring weakness on film. They've given up, like, what, five, six, 40-yard runs off the right side, and it's been abysmal. And you're like, no, 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 we're going to let's test the left. Let's stop running altogether. Let's throw four passes to two runs on these two three and outs. And, like, like, it, I don't care that they're stuffing up the run on first down. Like, you have to keep running. That's how the run game works for this team. Exactly. Um,
0: I just... It, I, like, you look at Carolina, you look at San Francisco, those games, they didn't particularly run the ball all that great, but they were consistent with it. And eventually, they're against a couple of chunk plays here and there. Like, Carolina, I didn't think they ran the ball that great, but they were persistent with it. And look what happened. Fourth quarter, Caleb Huntley had that 30-yard run. Yeah. So, it's just... It's it's disappointing. And you, like, you look at the Chargers linebackers, like Kenneth Murray, Tranquill, like, these guys are below-average players. and. Uh, but by the way, can we please give a mention to Cordell Patterson? My God, that's he a he tried. <laughs> he tried,
1: man. He gave his all, and they, they didn't even go to him in the set. Like I feel like they barely even like
0: went to him after that. Like I don't know if they're magic his carries, but uh, I mean, man, you gotta give him a little bit more.
1: Yeah, like, I, like maybe he's not fully back, and that's fine. But like, we we can't keep pretending that this is like a competent passing game. It's not. Like maybe they're gonna get lucky, and maybe. Mariota has a good game here and there, but, like, on the whole, this is one of the worst passing games in the NFL, and it's it's not close. Like, I mean, that efficiency is there because they do hit these big shots from time to time, but, like, it's bad. Like, it's a bad passing offense. And, like, I don't get trying to make a statement in the passing game against a good pass defense. Like like it's one thing if they're like oh this is a really bad pass defense and a really great run defense we need to really try to throw the ball against these guys because it's going to be hard to run like I get that like there's going to be times when you have to do that but it's like oh no this is the worst run defense in the NFL this is the time to try to throw the ball as much as we can like I mean 23 attempts isn't a lot but it's a lot for this offense
0: and and they don't look for (laughs) much things high percentage wise like there's no No. screens there's no slants there's no quick passing and I understand maybe Mario just his timing is not good enough, but just if you have players that can do serious damage after the catch and the Chargers one thing about it they are a terrible tackling team like every week you see the Chargers missing tackles yes yeah. so, and you have these physical specimens like we know what Paris can do have regardless of how he has the ball in his hands we know Pitts and Lennon it's just let get these guys the ball and that's I think what's leaving a lot to be desired it's just forget just like hitting plays downfield or exposed plays but how about just gain like six to eight yards? It was working the first four. Remember, I I couldn't believe like the, was it was the first, second drive, like London and Pitts had catches for first downs on the same drive. I'm like, I can't recall a time this happened this year. Like the two top 10 picks actually caught a pass on the same drive. Yeah. Like it just, and those easy high percentage looks and it's just, they don't throw them. They, they, they just don't. Yeah, throw it's because it's, Mariota doesn't, I
1: don't think he makes the decisions quick enough to hit right. those
0: plays. Um,
1: and it's just, I like, think, how much more yeah, yeah. do you
0: want to have a backup in there? Like, let's call how we see it. Like, Mariota is playing at a backup level. Like, how much lawrence do you want to tolerate this, like... Yeah, and it's, like... And, and they went away
1: from using him as a runner, too, after that second drop. Exactly. Like he did not He did not carry the ball again after that second drop, in the entire game. Um, And it's, like, he's a mediocre-to-bad passer. Somet- like, he's going to give you some games, like last week, where you're going to get some flash plays, and he certainly has the ability to make those flash plays. But, like... Let's not pretend that this guy is, like, moving the needle for you in a positive direction when he throws the ball. He does move the needle in a positive direction for you when he runs the football, and that's what he needs to do going forward. Like, if you're going to start Mariota, just stop pretending that this pass game is going to do more than a couple of good plays a game. And, like, we just have to ride or die with the run. That's just how it is. Uh, And... Like, you're just not going to hit it consistently. It's just not there. He doesn't read the field well enough. He doesn't hit the plays consistently. And that is just death to offenses. Like, you, yeah. if you can't, like, and we're scheming up and, like, even that, like, I, why don't you make it easier for him? Like, I know they want to hit these deep shots, like, desperately, but like he's not that guy. Like you need to give him some easier throws. Like give him some quick reads. Like he's getting sacked all the time cuz they're just out here. And like that's the other half of the equation too is like this this is a bad pass protecting offensive line. Like yeah. this is not an offense that should be dialing up a bunch of deep shots. You got to you got to help him out. Help Mariota out with calling a simpler, shorter passing game. Like I know how it's just like I they just so desperately want these like big completions. And I get why you want them, but there's such a low percentage play. And this offense, honestly, this offense can't afford incompletions. Like it stalls their drives. Like they need, like it's, it's a net negative for them to have like a 25% chance at 70 yards versus like a 50 to 60% chance at five yards. Like they're right. more likely to win games with getting that five yards to carry, which is far less than they average per carry actually. Um, they're better off just sticking with that grind it out approach than trying to get these big plays because like half, the like it's, it's an incompletion, like 75% or more of the time. This is not Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, where you're getting an opportunity, a plus opportunity to hit these deep shots where those are, you're going to hit them more often than not. And if you're not going to hit them more often than not, then you got, you got to move to something else that you're going to succeed at, which is running the football even more so against an opponent that you know is just god awful at running the football so
0: uh you want to get to the defense because i'm sure we yeah we should. To talk we should about i do want to
1: <laughs> yeah and that brings me to our first donation here from dirty birds 34 what's up man thank you for the ten dollars he says understood our defense is banged up but jesus enough said inexcusable graham wow uh that was game or overtime also don't know why we went away from running in the second I understand trying to confuse the offense, but almost 100 rushing yards in the for- first quarter. Come on. You shouldn't lose when you do that, period. Yeah. We should get to the defense. Um, like, I think it's more frustrating because it, all in all, the defense allowed 20 points. You should you should be winning games when this defense allows 20 points. Like, it's a, it's a minor miracle when they allow less than, like, 25 points. So, like, it's inexcusable, first of all, for the offense not to capitalize. But yeah. on defense, it was a hard hard watch what was it, six i think straight third down completions including a lot of third and longs Alan, in this
0: yeah. one yeah yeah that that stood out it's just if this team doesn't blitz they have no, like the pass rush is i'm not gonna say almost it's all right i was it's almost as bad as i said last year yeah. they're hopeless this year there's just not a lot of hope like it I, the first quarter i think there was a, a twist with ogendegi and anderson besides that i can't recall like a front four like Actually, generating pressure. Yeah, I thought this was one of the great Jared's quieter games. Yeah. To disappoint. Evan Kelly is just not progressing. Lorenzo Core is non-factor. It's just, unless they're. Dialing things up with Troy Anderson, who I thought played really well, and Rashawn Evans, who man, I love watching Rashawn Evans. There's another highlight from this game, Rashawn yeah. Evans, just a bowl. That man's out I,
1: there playing his ass off for Dean ps every single week.
0: So dude, he's just a just a bowl of life. That's all yeah. I call mean, him. like he had yeah. to keep bat down on on a third down. There was another one where Anderson kind of like took on the a gap and which sprung Evans free to like generate pressure. Like there's so few moments where Justin Herbert's pressure. Like I remember these moments like step-by-step step because it's just you don't receive many times because the Falcons just don't generate pressure so that was frustrating and, but I know you obviously won't get to it the the coaching decision to keep Cordell Armstrong on the field for every snap is just baffling to me like he
1: I just I don't understand yeah. what he offers you that D Alford like D Alford played his ass off he has tons of experience playing outside like what more does this man have to do and, like, you know, by that same token, we should talk about Matt Hennessy To his credit, you know, played decently as a run blocker. It was really bad as a pass protector. But it's like, I also don't get why you pull Colby Gossett for for Hennessy either. So, like, some questionable personal decisions, but let's stick with the defense for now. I mean, are you expecting to see Cornell Armstrong again next week? <laughs> I mean,
0: they made a move on trade deadline for a reason. Like, you'll yeah. make that trade not to play Fenton. Like, like to me, they looked at the quarterback position. as okay. Uh who knows when Hayward's coming back? Terrell's probably be out at least another game or two, given the short week. Like you make that move because you want to be proactive. Like you're not just gonna give out picks, so especially in the Falcons position. So speed Arthur Smith talked about how much he liked Fenton. Play him. Like I'm maybe yeah. the short week could prevent him, but it's just Armstrong. You know what's most frustrating? Like he has these long arms and he just doesn't know how to use them. Like he does not jam receivers at the line screens. Like he you'll play doesn't... man yeah. and he, there's no physicality with his game.
1: No. He just he just gets worked by almost every route. Like, it's like he's just, he's playing with all this cushion. He's terrified to get beat in this one. And it's like, just like giving all this respect to the Chargers, like backup receivers. Like he's playing them like they're Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Like Mm -hmm. you got to get aggressive when you're playing short. And then of course, DMPs doesn't really help these guys when they're playing five yards off on like third and short. it's like, you're just giving up free completions too. So like, I hate that call as well, but like-
0: To a team that- Feast underneath. Like the Chargers yes. love running mesh. They love getting Ekler the ball underneath. Like uh DeAndre Carr. Like there were just so many easy access plays to a team that does not push the ball down for you. Because you know why? They are the least explosive team in the league. This yes. team has no burners. And the so Falcons played
1: to... deep coverage. Like they just played off. They gave them all this underneath space to work with. It's like contest some of these damn throws. <laughs> like, yeah, what do you think? And that's doing?
0: A, and that's a that's just a stubborn Defensive coordinator. Like I th- I, li- I did like Dean Pease, how he mixed up the fronts with the pressure. Like I did think there was some disguise in the first half that I thought riled Herbert a little bit. Like he looked flustered early on. But come second half, it was just a total debacle between like I thought the safeties played bad. They missed a lot of tackles, boot coverages, and just the secondary. Just look playing with backups. I thought Isaiah Oliver had a decent game, but besides that, it's just It's just, man, you're guessing for straws.
1: It's just like they play so far off. And it's like, it's one thing if you have great zone corners that just close super fast and are really great at reading the field. And like, they're not that, like not even close. Like they're really awful in zone coverage. And it's like, let them just play closer then. Like they're either going to get burned like, if they get burned, they get burned. They're probably like, they're it's it's better to get burned than just give up a million plays. Like, at least give your offense a chance to get back on the field. Like, if, if you're going to give up a 50 yard touchdown, just give it up already. Like, yeah. instead of just giving them free access to exactly what they want to do and not like even I, challenging I, them at all.
0: Like, I'm not seeing Michael Walker making any strides here, which at this point, like, he's someone they really were supposed to be counting on. And it's just, I don't see high impact plays there. He's not really doing a lot of coverage. So Jalen Hawkins. I know it's his first game back, but he was late. I think on the big play to Carter, just, just I think he was playing for interception, but he took, completely missed it and led to explosive plays. So it's just these moments where you know a defense that was supposed to be preventing explosive plays, they're built to do it, missing tackles, blowing assignments, like it comes back to haunt you. So I don't know. It's just like they started strong, and I thought D. P. S. was disguising things nicely, but come second half, like Herbert just got in the rhythm and and yeah. sort of opening like he was hitting in stride. Yeah. Oh, and it's that's like, what you can do because Herbert's a top-level yeah, QB,
1: right? And it's like they only allowed you know the six points in the second half, mm-hmm. so it's not like they, like I don't want to blame the defense too much. They did not play well. It was very tough to watch, but like, it's Ch- just Chargers
0: gave him to like or, ever dropped about thirty-yard pass on the scene, yeah, yeah. The interception hit Ralph right Palmer's helmet. Like it was Palmer wasn't beating Cordell Armstrong. He was making mistakes. Like Chargers gave him opportunities, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to really credit the defense much for this one, minus a few snap performances. I thought they could have capitalized more. Because, like, without Keen Allen, without Mike yeah. Williams, it's There's a blue no average offense. And, and we yeah. know how bad of a play for Joe Lombardi is. So, to yeah. me, defense should have done better. They just gave
1: them exactly what they wanted on most snaps. Uh, mm-hmm. Just left the, the short stuff completely uncovered. Uh,
0: to the most and- dangerous running back in the league when yep. it comes to short yard stuff, like, Yep,
1: yep. And, yeah, just... Just an embarrassing performance there. Obviously, Take Graham is the big culprit. You know, just probably lost the game on that play alone. Um, I mean, inexcusable. He's a young guy, so it's like you just have to get over it. But man, like, put two hands on the football, my man. Like, if you if you don't if you're not used to carrying that football, just go over the balance. Like a true
0: football guy.
1: Yeah, like put two hands on the ball. Like you've never like. When's the last time you carried a football? Like. Like it, it's just, I guys just like, I guess they just get shot up with adrenaline. They're like, oh yeah, I'm a defensive tackle. I can run this back. It's like no, like there's like a one percent chance you're getting the touchdown. So just protect the football. You know. Yeah, I can
0: see, <laughs> I can see from his mentality, just like I want to try to get the team a field goal range. It's like what thirty seconds left. Shock play. Let's go with this. But same time, and you're defensive lineman. You just have to have the awareness there. Like yeah.
1: just fall on it. Like I, the- I know you want to return it. And like great, but just. Because
0: when the opposing team sees you as a defensive lineman, it's like, okay, we know you have no comfortability with ball protection. It's like, we see you running the ball like that. We're going to go for it. And what, yes. We, what happens? So. Yes,
1: I mean, everyone's going to be like, oh, that's easy ball. That, I mean, but it's like, he didn't even need to get touched. He just straight up dropped it. Like, that's how bad he was holding the ball. Like, he just straight up dropped the ball while running.
0: And to make matters worse, next play, what happens? In the slot, Cordell Armstrong gets beat right away by Palmer on the deep over. Herbert hits Palmer in stride. It's just like, it was just so predictable how the game was going. It's just like, once the Chargers got the ball back, it's like, they're going to go exploit Armstrong. Or they're going to get the ball at Eckler in space. And that was it. So, yeah, it's just too many things. Inexcusable things happen that shouldn't have happened and that's why I think everyone's leaving with a real bitter taste mouth because to me the, all the all the pieces are aligned for the Falcons to win this one. Yes. And now it's just you're questioning a lot of things like, yeah, they're gonna get healthy soon or after Carolina game because who knows after Carolina game given the short week. But it's just like you can't waste opportunities when you're a team that's so limited. And now it's just like, Man, where do you go from here?
1: Yeah. Just a bad bad game uh just very sloppy not called well by the coaching staff and then you have the crushing errors by Taekwon Graham and Young-Waiku with the missed field goal I mean it's a 50-yard field goal not exactly a chip shot or anything but you expect him to make those kicks like yeah so, I guess
0: just because the, the standard like to me Young-Waiku is the second best kicker in the league and all right I, I can see why and you know what uh I think you're convinced me this wasn't a great call game by Dean Pease. Maybe it's just the first half I'm thinking about, but now come think of the second half. All right. I'm and I'm, used, so to so I'm used to space. very critical of Dean yeah, Pease. So I'm very Yeah. So I think I'm just once again kinda of gassed for positive straws because like, no, he not call a good game. And Arthur Smith in good call game. And this is the game where you're going against a Chargers coaching staff that's been on the receiving end of punchlines week in and week out. Like this is the Chargers team is just for all the Super Bowl hype going to the season, like this is a Highly, highly disappointing team. A very underachieving yes. team that is just poorly coached and to not capitalize is just like come on. But Yeah,
1: I, I think yeah. the Chargers are like a minus twenty in scoring differential still at like five and three. Like that's this Chargers team that you just lost to. So with like no with all of their top weapons gone and no left tackle, their best defensive player not in there, like, and you lost to yeah. this Chargers team. Like, that's why, like, shout out to my man, Eric Robinson. Like, I, I love Eric. I'm not trying to co-actor him. But he, he's, like, on Twitter complaining, like, you know, like, why didn't you make any moves? And, like, Eric, this is why. Like, this team is not good. Like, they are average. And they are probably going to have a chance to make the playoffs. But, like, you don't trade picks to go try to patch holes for this team. Like, this team is just not good enough. Like, yeah. period.
0: You, you, like, give up a, you give up a low pick to potentially – for yeah. something for there short term Fenton, there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah like you, you take a chance with that but like this team wasn't gonna get Bradley Chubb or Brian Burns or nothing yeah. astronomical just because they're not in that position so at yeah. this point you're, you're gonna have to just roll with the punches but
1: they're just I, not good enough like
0: at I, all I just think the best mindset to go or the outlook to have with this is just expect players expect the coaching staff to do better things because this coaching staff has set a standard where just like, we expect certain things and yeah players like Kyle Pitts and um man, even like even great Jarrett, I thought Great Jarrett could play a better game. Like there's just yeah. certain players it's just like you expect more out of. Like Drake London, don't fumble at the four yard line, have better on yeah. field awareness. So it's just you know players that you expect to do better, uh, that, that's where I guess you play his blame line. And, and just Kicking out some of the, like, immature, careless penalties. Like, I know it wouldn't have mattered, but that trippy penalty by Caleb McGarry. Yeah. That quietly could have, because there was another penalty was on the play. So it'll go over. Yeah. But, like, yeah. that's one of the most immature, inexcusable things you can do. Like, first off, you're on the ground. You clearly, all right. You, what, I think it was a cup block you did. Yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you did your job. The play is totally away from you. Yes, it's why on earth are you it? like, what do you... like, why are you trying to make a slick move like that when it's, it's clearly a blatant, dirty play? Yes, so, it's just
1: bizarre, man. It's just um, moments
0: like that. Like you got, you just got to be more composed as a team.
1: Yes, like this was one of the worst games I think they played this year in terms of just sloppiness. And it's yeah. And it's crazy that they still rushed for over two hundred yards. Like, that's how bad their decisions to throw the ball was. This team rushed for two hundred and one yards, mm-hmm. and lost. Because they just stopped running the football. Like they, they just could keep fucking running the football for like five and a half yards per tote. But no, we gotta chuck up deep throws as much as we can instead of running out the clock to end the game. Yeah. So.
0: And I know some people they might look at the boss and say, "Oh, Paris only averaged three point four yards a carry." I think his his yards per carry got slightly reduced because both his touchdowns were like what two, three yards. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that was been misconstrued like i know there are a couple of plays where he got dropped maybe one or two yards he got but tackled like, in I, the
1: backfield because he just yeah. get had a bunch of guys in his face that right but
0: me. i don't think he was inefficient as a runner at all like i think this it was kind of skewed because both his touchdowns were you know within the short yard, you know within the end zone so yeah. and then you look at alger and huntley like it's just and it, like ride with what you have like you we've you've seen it against cleveland you saw it against san francisco like there's there's a clear initiative to rub the ball and just break open these teams through it and just yeah. to get away from it. it just, I think that's going to leave the biggest sour taste. And it's just the fact that this defense is, it's really hard to see where this defense is taking its, str- its strides outside of a couple of players here and there, but it's just like, they're not making improvement against teams where they should at least show some glimpses of, okay, they're learning from mistakes or okay. They're being more positionally organized. It's just, really it wasn't none of that. It just, I think the Chargers could have put up more points if they make their own mistakes.
1: Yeah. And it's just, that's, that's what this comes down to is you need to run the football and you need to do it as much as possible. Um, And maybe some games you'll have to pass, but against the worst run defense in the NFL, you got to run the ball. Like, it, just don't be cute. Like, don't overthink this. Like, everybody in the world was like, the Falcons should probably run like 40 times against this, this Chargers run defense because it's the worst in the NFL. You know they do run 35 times, but it's like they had so many more opportunities to to pound the rock, and they just. And
0: also, they did the first like those first two drives were masterful, like.
1: And then it's just like, okay, first down, run. All right, we only got two yards. Time to chuck it deep, and it's like, second and eight. It doesn't like second and eight is not chuck it deep. Second and eight is like run the football or throw like a short pass, because like we said. Third and long is death sentence for this offense. Like Mariota gets really sacked is. on like fifty like percent no of third and wrong. Like fifty yeah, percent yeah, yeah. of the time on third and long, Mario gets sacked. Like that's what it feels like. So just you you can't like I hate playing for third and short, but like they legitimately have to because they can't execute on third and long. Like ninety percent of the
0: time. Um, uh, I, did I want to ask you? Did, did you think like they got away from play action a little bit? I feel like this game, they ain't of the play action.
1: I guess I wasn't paying attention. Uh, it's hard because there's certain things
0: you just gotta yeah. watch the film and you can digest it like there's certain aspects of the game it's just like did they do enough of this doing that so i'm just going off the top of my head but it just seemed like it wasn't as often and it just seemed like mario wasn't getting outside the pocket as much which yeah was, uh, where he's comfortable yeah I,
1: he just he didn't run the ball at all after that those first couple drives uh and it's like i just don't get this obsession with like dialing up deep shots for Mariota. like it's like we don't like stop like let's like let's let's not maybe do that you know like i i would like that to be a thing we all would but it's not a thing like it's not working it's just not
0: so all right well we, we've vented for about four, 45 minutes where do good. you want to yeah. get to like where do you want to go from here you want to talk about the carolina game <laughs> we'll talk about, about that. how the rams rams need to get this win yeah the, the, the rams, rams need to get this dub
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. so we can stay on top of the msc south with the four and five record hell yeah, yeah. but um yeah, let me get to these donations real quick from Soler, a.k.a. Guy Fieri. He says, you guys were all foolish to have hope. You can't run away from this season's destiny, which is draft takes. The draft takes are coming whether you like it or not. Side note, it's fun to catch a live show again. Yes, happy to have you, Solaire. Welcome back, buddy. Uh, we also got Jason Gaines with the $2. He says, Alan, did you have to help Dean Marlowe pack his bags? <laughs> uh, no.
0: Uh, if anything, I wondering if you're going to run into him because he's in Buffalo now yeah so you're technically you're closer to him than me right now
1: yeah there, you're, there you go so yeah um yeah jason also says uh i'm naming i'm nicknaming take one leon let 2.0 but at least oh. Lett won, at least let won three so, super bowls and one two, made two pro bowls in his career so Listen,
0: <laughs> when taekwon Graham gets a pressure and forces baker mayfield to throw the ball right into rashawn evans hands hey man Falcons Twitter, you better you better applaud that man, man. Look, yes, there, there will be a redemption story I know he's been quiet, but look at however you look at, it, take on Grant, probably the second best interior defensive lineman on this roster. So you just hope he can bounce
1: back. You just hope so. You, you just hope so. But <laughs> yeah,
0: um, it's by the way, your boy Jalen Dalton. Hey, yeah, he get flashes. He did. Yeah, I, I was waiting to see more of him. Yeah, who's 94? The Anthony rushs just popped up and lost 30 pounds, but no, that was dumb.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's doing something. I think he's he's getting the hang of things after coming off IR. So I'm hoping that we he I continues. I saw him in the backfield.
0: To... He was making yeah. some things happen. I he think he's doing he, some things. He had one of those performances where you watch on film and you recognize, oh wow, he actually he did true. something. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So that you know, that, I feel like they've got a million like good depth guys at defensive tackle. They just have one starter at defensive tackle. That's the problem so
0: (laughs) Uh, well uh, tim horn yeah yeah we need to stop we need
1: to stop with that that is i honestly don't know why he's still on the roster like the the worst graded player on the defense every single week according to pff and they cut anthony rush to keep timmy horn around it's like at least rush was like doing something against Mm -hmm. the run like i don't really know what timmy horn does for you at all
0: him and Deji is just why. Ogundesi
1: has been the most disappointing yeah. second-year player by far, for sure. Um, just a complete waste when he's on the field. Uh, I feel like you just got to get D'Angelo Malone out there, like mm-hmm. just get him out there. It doesn't matter. Like we we've seen enough from Ogundesi. Like it, no pass rush, just misses a bunch of tackles. Uh, doesn't really set the edge. Yeah, I I don't really know what it is that he does. That's that's a bonus for you at this point. Whereas. You saw D'Angelo Malone come flying in for that tackle for a loss. I feel like that dude just flashes in his, like, two snaps a game or whatever they play him.
0: I get Malachi Goodman flashbacks watching Ogandeji. Yeah. I don't know what he does. <laughs>
1: it's like, what is it, what is exactly is it that you say you, you do here? How yeah. are you playing
0: 30 to 35 snaps a game?
1: Yeah, just... It's disappointing, but the Falcons are going to be on a short week now to play the Panthers, who just got waxed by the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Baker Mayfield apparently will be starting again. I guess we'll see. Um, I feel like that's a mistake, but because we saw Baker Mayfield for like five, six games be awful. And then it was like, P.J. Walker came in and at least looked good. I mean, he struggled against the Bengals, but...
0: If you, look, man, I think PJ Walker, hell of a story, but that first half was ugly. Like it was very ugly. Plays. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think he, at this point he offers more than Baker Mayfield, but both of them are below average. Like I don't I don't think it really makes makes you because if you really watch that game against the Falcons, like snap a step, PJ Walker just missing throws everywhere. But he made a few big plays and people are gonna remember that. It's cool, fine, I get it. But at the same time, I don't think I don't think it's a substantial drop-off. I think both players look they're both below average and the Falcons they have to go into this game thick and we got forced at least multiple turns.
1: Yeah, and we gotta see different corners. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know, I don't know why D. Alford can't get back on the field. Like this, all this man did was like come in as an undrafted free agent and play well, like covering some really damn good receivers. And then it's like, let him
0: play on the outside. Because it, yes. it seems certain, like all right, Isaiah Oliver found his niche as a slot he's corner. Get, he, he seems back to full speed now. After this yeah.
1: this game, I think was the first one where I think he looked like he's it, back.
0: I get why they don't want to put Isaiah in the outside corner because when he's been outside corner he's been just a disaster. Like yeah, we remember that him, makes sense to me. Yeah. so I understand why okay Isaac does not offer you that versatility just because you've seen what he's on the outside, just let him do his thing in the slot. But let's see CT offered out there because at this point just we've seen three essentially three full games of Cordell Armstrong. Yeah he maybe had one or two nice plays in Carolina. Besides that, it's been ugly. Like enough is enough. Yeah,
1: he is like a sixth string corner like Mm -hmm. at this point i'd rather see mike ford you know what i mean like it's another player yeah (laughs) like i don't know why he has so much favor with this staff like what like and then again with matt like the matt hennessy thing too like that wasn't as disastrous as i thought it was going to be i mean he was getting absolutely destroyed as a pass protector i think colby gossett is probably the better player but it's like all colby gossett does is come in for wilkinson for a game look very good And then he gets benched. And it's like, what? Like, like, why? Like, you're not going to reward your guy? Like, your backup comes in plays great. Now he gets a chance to play, and you're like, actually, we're going to pull you out for the backup center. Because reasons? And Wilkinson's
0: out for minimum, correct? Yes.
1: So it's like, I don't understand. Like, I thought they were just getting Hennessy reps at left guard because they knew Wilkinson maybe was going to miss some time, and they wanted him to be able to step in there as, like, one of the backup guys. But why... I don't like your why are you pulling Gossett? Like, I don't understand what he did.
0: I just don't understand. So, so I remember Hennessy in 2020 granted, it was the rookie year, but he played left guard a bit and it was a disaster. So, yeah, so, I thought he was decent. In this one we'll see where it goes. But, you know, when you watch this, the Seahawks game from week three, Gossett looked fairly confident so yeah like, i mean i think he looked
1: great as a run blocker yeah, in particular so, so like and hennessy i think looked pretty good as a run blocker as well but no. as a pass protector that dude is still really bad like right. i mean he got destroyed by an off-ball linebacker like absolutely annihilated
0: yeah. by an off-ball and like even linebacker. though he was late he's still like like he was late but i'm confident left guard Still picks that blitz. Uh, you have a hundred pounds on the again. man. Like you'll get those <laughs> like that, and that was he's just got, like, oh,
1: he should have like eighty pounds on that linebacker. I yeah. don't give a shit how fast he's running.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it happened on third down too. So for people to say, oh, it was one mistake, but still, these are crucial mistakes. Like you, yes. when you lose one possession games, you have to like dissect. It. That's just how it is. Like this team didn't get totally outplayed. It was a one possession game where they should have won it. So we have to assess these mistakes, especially on third down, and that was a big one.
1: Yeah, just man.
0: I. Thankfully, it's a short week. It's a short week. Say. We're going
1: to get over this one quick. Like, I don't even have time to do a film review of this one, unfortunately, because we're going to have to get right into next week's yeah. uh, content, but... It's just how it is, people. Yeah, it's... It's tough. Let me get this George Costanza donation. What's up, George? The $3 says gra- Kevin. <laughs> yes. The great George Costanza says Kevin, you and not rocked it out in the preseason with the play by play. Now I'm forced to listen to other channels and they aren't you guys. What are the chances you could do play by play on Sundays? I'd be happy to donate to the cause. I mean, if there's like really like a, an appetite for that, I would consider it. I mean, obviously it's a lot of work, um, to do that for, to be on for all that. Um, if there is, like, genuine, like, hundreds and hundreds of people are going to watch, then, yeah, I'll do it. Um, I would be happy to. But uh, it's a lot of work. And generally, we've had, like, very poor participation for pregame shows. So it's like, I just not, I just don't know. But, um, you know, you guys let me know. If you really do want to watch in-season play-by-play. I mean, I enjoy doing it. I'd have to find someone for color. Um, But, uh I mean, if it if it's something that is is really desired, I would I would consider it. But that's it's a lot of work. I don't I'm not gonna do it for like you know 50 people just sitting here. No offense to the 50, like yeah. I would love you guys, but
0: yeah. And and Kevin, let the listeners know you're a very hardworking man. You do a lot for <laughs> the site, so like I do
1: a lot of shows. You know, I, I got to yeah. rest my voice sometime. But like I mean, I enjoy the play by play. Like if you guys legitimately really do want that, like I would consider it. But uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of talking. Like yeah. a lot. So. He, he,
0: listeners he gives you a lot of great content he, and, and, <laughs> in, a, in a multitude of ways as well not just a writer not just a podcast he does it all so yeah,
1: yeah yeah all right well any any uh any final takes you got alan yeah also felipe fricks did go out of this game with a calf injury so everyone like sort of like asking like why is he active well you may get your wish and he might be inactive now i hope you're happy that you wished injured no, i'm just kidding i know you guys weren't doing that man. but um yeah i didn't even what? know that he played like i did not see where he got hurt so i'm still
0: getting over that failed flop last week man. that oh, was one yeah. of the worst things you, I you seen had
1: one before. job felipe you got to get that penalty bro and to his credit he tried he gave he it a good the effort t-
0: 15 yards <laughs> oh, dear, but, uh, he tried alan okay you yeah. oh, can't yeah, even but- get
1: 15 yards by flopping You know, what are we doing? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. But, uh, hey, look, at least they're not running the option win, like, last year. Yeah, thank God. God. What what a horrible experiment that 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 was. was... But I just said that, though, Thursday will be here. That's the best thing. That's
1: going to be another cursed game. Thursday night against the Carolina Panthers. Just waiting for that to be another beautiful disaster, Alan. Uh, It went well two
0: years ago. It was kind of a forgettable game, but they did win two years ago on Thursday night.
1: I mean... This team is really great at getting to 500. They're really bad at getting above 500. So they're probably going to win next week and then lose to like the Bears. So
0: Bears, Commanders, Steelers. They, like yeah. you couldn't ask for a better schedule to get over 500. Like, But this look, man, team, this man,
1: team, they're going to struggle to win every single one of those games. And you know it like I mean, they might win they more of them than they lose. But I feel yeah. like they're going to struggle in every single one of those games. Because they haven't, they've blown out exactly one team and it was the 49ers number one defense, which is obviously crazy to me still. But this team just, they do not make it easy. They don't, they just don't do the the little things correctly enough for me to feel confident in them winning against any team. Like, I don't care how bad the commanders are or how mediocre the Steelers are or how, you know, the, the Bears are hot now. Like, I mean, they're out there.
0: Ooh, they're firing, man. Yeah. Did they're they end firing. up winning that game? No, they lost, but look, Miami's a juggernaut in itself.
1: They are, yeah. Miami's offense is a lot better. (laughs) They can actually throw the ball with two and on, so. uh... (laughs) But, uh, all right, let me get to a couple more donations here before we uh, wrap it up. Um... (laughs) Okay, George is coming for the Mariota fans, all right? So these are George Costanza's words, everyone. You know, so Mariota stands. Don't get mad at me, okay? Everyone can have their own opinions. Uh, George, George says everyone played like garbage with the Mario Mario tights. I guess that's how you would pronounce it. will say it was all on the receivers. Mariota is a mediocre passer. So can we please move on now? At least run him. Um, obviously we don't want him to get hurt, but that's a risk when you do run the football. Uh, You know, at a certain point, I think it's Ritter time. And then he says, (laughs) all right, this is the fire take here. Okay, guys, so get ready. Uh, Atlanta Mariota may be a household word, but so is garbage. And it stinks when it gets old, too. (laughs) I'm George Costanza, and that's my opinion. This is George's opinion. Uh, George, thank you for your opinion. Um, I know that the Mariota debate is the most fierce one in in the franchise right now. And uh, it's
0: let's you know, wait till t- after thursday let's wait uh, till just, after well, we thursday. know he's gonna start thursday let's yeah. just yeah let's
1: and i just, don't think he deserves to be benched yet but it's like if he strings together like his thing has been bad game good game bad game good game and like if you keep hitting the good games and this team is still in playoff contention then he's gonna keep starting but if he strings together two or three bad games then is when things are gonna hit the fan I,
0: I think a bad performance is caroline can do it because yeah. I just, and it's thursday I
1: just, night that's most of the yeah. time these are bad offensive games
0: I I just think this team—they have enough pieces where it's just like this team should be competitive. They like this team should be competing for division titles, crazy as it sounds. If he and they're playing against one of the worst teams in the league, like if it's another bad performance, I don't think he played that great against Carolina either. Like it's been, it's been tough past couple, and we know about the Bengals game. So at this point, if if he's the reason why they lose, I think a drastic decision can be made. But uh, I do want to give listeners good though. Matthew Stafford, sixty-nine yard touchdown to Cooper Cup. There we go the Rams actually produced an explosive play.
1: Hell yeah. Well that that is a very good omen for the Rams considering they almost never do that. So. Yeah. I would just love it if it's like when the Falcons lose like every other NFC South team loses and it's just like the Falcons just keep keep on top of the NFC South because everyone else is bad. Like I would accept that division W just just from that. Like I mean I feel like the Panthers won this division at like 7-8 and 1 a few like what 5 years ago six years uh, ago 2014 yeah so yeah it's, been, yeah. Some time. it's, it's yeah. been a while but like yeah. I mean I think we need to see this Falcons team come up with one of those like eight and nine style like division titles because that is where we're headed right now I think Um, and like to be fair like I did predict the Falcons to lose this game coming into the season I just thought the Chargers would be like healthy Chargers yeah uh, missing all their best receivers so like yeah. if they had Keenan out and Mike Williams this I would have predicted them to win this game but the Falcons really had no business losing this game. They just blew it. Um, yeah. So, you yeah. know. And, like, That's it's a- not all Koo's fault. But, like, Koo, I need you to make that kick, man. I do need you to make that kick. And, oh, like, man. also, mostly, Taekwondo, Graham, I need you to not drop the football. Mostly <laughs> mostly that. But a little a little side helping of Youngway Koo, please make the kick. And then a big helping of, like, Arthur Smith. Just run the damn ball. Like, if we're going to go back to the 90s, like, go all the way back. Like, let's commit to the baggy jeans. Let's commit to the run-first style. Let's commit, I mean, just just go full 90s. Like, don't pretend that we need to throw the ball at all. Like, let's just smash the opposing defense, especially when they allow 5.9 yards per carry. That yeah. would be good. Nice. I, w- I would prefer that style of offense going forward. Like. I appreciate you trying to throw the ball to Kyle Pitts. I'm sure fantasy fans like it. But just win games, ultimately, I think is more important. I think you would agree. So, you know, let's see it. Let's see you get a winning record, okay? For fuck's sake. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard you this like, for a, a very long time.
1: 0 oh, 13 in getting to a winning record. Just win a goddamn game to get to a winning record. For God's sake, I need to write that article. The Falcons finally have See, this a winning is record. Of yes, like this has been sitting in drafts for five years. This like, oh, Falcons finally back to a winning record. You know, oh, wow. it's just yeah. like, come on, guys. Like, please get this done. Until you do that, I'm not gonna believe. Like, you oh. need to find a way to getting a winning record at some point. Like,
0: okay. please. I think it's November twentieth. Let's let's hold the faith. Hopefully, November twentieth, that article yes. can be published.
1: Yes, that is, you know, that's our next date. We got to move it two weeks out now. So yeah, you know, it's 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 awful, but uh, at least it's a non-conference game. Literally, the the most meaningless of all losses. Like, does not hurt you in the standings anymore in terms of tiebreakers or anything like that. So, like, if you had to pick games to lose, it would be out of conference games. But you really should you you should have got this dub. So, yeah, I got I
0: got this it's deflating. That's all I can say. It really is. Add. It is. It's but, disappointing. But, you know, like I said, we try to get a list of some positivity Thursday nights, not too far away. That's the best way to phrase it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if the Falcons get that sweep over Carolina, all is forgiven, right? We're back to five and five. We're rolling, you know.
0: And Baker Mayfield probably provides some good entertainment.
1: I mean, I'm expecting this to be like a disastrous Baker Mayfield game. Like, I feel like as this, as soon as you put faith in Baker Mayfield, he becomes just terrible. And like if you if you count him out, and you're like we're benching you, you're about like and he comes he comes in you know in relief, and he's like oh everyone's already counting me out, and he plays great. The second like he starts to believe in himself, he plays like shit. You know
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> If anyone from the organization's say Baker Mayfield loves going to his right, especially when under pressure. So have someone there just just not even like don't even overload on the strong side just have someone uh shading there just have someone what's the word look for Kevin uh spying there we go Yes. Yeah. have someone spying there yep. and, the pre- and like Baker Mayfield will come to you like he, will. he is a the very good will come yeah like
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of things to talk about but we'll we'll save some of them for you know the rest of this this week's shows but uh yeah guys short week so we're going to have a chance at least to to wash this out of our mouths uh, within a couple days Uh, with probably an equally cursed Thursday night game uh, between the Falcons and Panthers once again. Um, We'll be back. uh, I think it'll be... I'll have a game preview on Tuesday um, because we have the accelerated week and then, of course, we'll be back Wednesday night for another uh, show. But, uh, yeah, guys. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, Appreciate you watching this post-game. Please do like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Uh, We appreciate that. If you're on the podcast platforms, uh, leave a five-star review. And we would also appreciate it if you checked out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Live. You can sign up there and support us on a monthly basis and get access to some cool exclusive, exclusive perks. Um, so check that out. And one final uh, zinger from George Costanza before we <laughs> before we get <laughs> out of here. It's more Tropical Mario to slander. Today. It's more Mario to slander, guys. So if you're a Mario to stand, cover your ears. Um, oh, man. He says, uh, Mariota better spend the entire 57-minute plane ride to Charlotte doing high knees in the aisles, yelling Falcons country, let's fly. Rush showed us the way. <laughs> all,
0: right, all right, look, uh, No. <laughs> you might just do that rise up dance instead. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know. But thank you, George. We appreciate that, man. Uh, like it's I said, only guys. It's 57
0: minutes. Interesting. Yeah. Right, I guess it's it not good. very
1: long. It's definitely not. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time here on the Falcoholic Live. Enjoy the rest of your football Sunday. Hopefully we'll get to enjoy this this Bucks L prayers up. Uh and hopefully a Saints L on Monday night football would be cool too. But uh until next time, guys, for myself, I'm Kevin I at Fat Call. Kevin, my co host is Alan Sturk at Alan Sturk. Alan, anything you want to plug also before we uh, take I off? will have
0: an article up at some point before Thursday. That's all I'll say for now
1: okay just i like it keep it vague you know keep the viewers guessing uh you know they have to keep checking the site every day to find out when this article is going to hit i also
0: need to figure out what on earth am i going to write about after this well that you know
1: that's more of a workshopping discussion that's behind the scenes. they don't need to know that all they need to know is you about to drop some fire uh on the timeline so yes yes. all right guys thank you for watching
0: we'll see you guys next time on the Falcoholic live (laughs) have a great night folks